Being a mom can be an emotional, stressful, and exhausting roller coaster, so it's okay if you don't have your shit together. None of us do. I'm Melissa Legacy, and this is the Young Mom Podcast. All right, I'm so excited to be here and share my story and why I'm doing this and my vision with it. So my name is Melissa Legacy. I'm a young mom. I had my first daughter when I was 18 and my second when I was 22. Um, Since I got pregnant when I was 18, I've had a lot of struggles. I have overcome so many things um, and life's been challenging, but it's also been so rewarding. Being a mom is the hardest job you will ever have and it's, it's not easy. And sometimes it feels like you're doing everything wrong. And I, sometimes I feel like I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, and it's a learn as you go experience. There's no handbook, there's no manual, there's no right or wrong. There's just you, your instinct and trying to keep this little human alive. Um, So the reason I started this podcast is because over the years, I've had a lot of girls reach out um, who were either going through breakups or going through custody battles, going through um, just the struggles of being a young mom and or going to school and balancing work and balancing everything. There's so many things that we balance in our everyday life just at home, like stay-at-home moms are the champ and working moms are also the champ. Whatever it may be, there are different struggles and our attention is needed everywhere. So I started this podcast so that people can come and listen and so I can interview other moms who are going through different things than I may have or the same things so that we can talk about it and then you can come listen and you can relate. And if you're going through something and you feel like you're going through it alone, you can come here and listen and know that you're not alone. You can listen to how we overcame whatever struggle and situation so that you can take some of the tips and apply it to your life. And if you don't like the tips, then you don't have to, but you can come listen and learn how we got through everything and some of the best ways that we have overcome some easy day-to-day struggles. So I was born in Manitoba. Um, I'm a Canadian girl. (laughs) Um, I had my first daughter, like I said, when I was 18. So two months out of high school, I found out that I was pregnant and um, I felt like my whole world came crashing down on me. I was so excited to meet my baby, but I was also so scared because I was so young. And um, I didn't really know what the heck I was doing. So at the time, I found out I was pregnant three days before I was supposed to start um, university. So I dropped out of university because I didn't want to be the 18-year-old pregnant girl at school. And I was super insecure about it. So I, a lot of the women in my life that already had kids or were pregnant were in their around 25 to 30 years old and they had careers, they had husbands, um, they had houses, they had everything. And then there was me who was dating my high school boyfriend at the time. Um, His name was Jordan and we were breaking up every couple of months. We didn't have a good relationship. And the week after we found out we were pregnant, we actually broke up for a few days and then decided to get back together. And things weren't easy with money, 
relationship-wise and then with my friends too because being 18, all of my friends, we were new to going to the club. We were new to going to the bar. So that's what all my friends wanted to do and then I couldn't drink. So I either stayed home or I DD'd them. (laughs) So that was kind of my pregnant experience. Um, and then I also was working when I found out I was pregnant, I was working two seasonal jobs at a golf course and a racetrack. And I found out I was pregnant in September. So where we live, it starts to snow and the seasonal jobs usually end in October. So I had a month left of working two of the jobs I was working. And then the other job I was working, I was working at a lumber yard and I was stacking lumber. And my doctor told me that I couldn't do heavy lifting. So I actually had to quit And the only place that would hire me full-time was (laughs) McDonald's. So I worked my entire pregnancy at McDonald's. Um, I was in the drive-thru. I made coffee or I took payment at the window. So that's what I did um, to support myself and get ready for this baby to arrive. Um... So yeah, so then I went on maternity. Once she was born, I went on maternity leave. So I was already getting paid minimum wage. And then when you go on maternity leave in Canada, in Canada, there's a year maternity leave. So it's like a parental benefit. Either the mother or the father can take it. And um, you get to stay home with your baby, but you only get, I think it's 55% of your wage. Um, So I did that and that made our financial situation even worse. But while I was pregnant, I moved in with my boyfriend. We lived in a townhouse and we had two roommates. And then we broke up. So I moved back in with my parents and then we decided to get back together. So I moved back in with him right before Christmas and we broke up again. Yeah, I don't know. This was four years ago. Yeah, I think we, I don't know. We, you get the point though. We broke up and got back together so many times it wasn't even funny. And our families were seriously like sick of it. Um, So once I was just waiting to have Addie, my daughter, because I thought that everything was going to be better. I thought pregnancy was going to be the worst part and that all the tough stuff (laughs) would It's so stupid thinking about it now, now that I know. But at the time, I thought the pregnancy was going to be the hardest part. Um, And then we had her and we used to fight before over stupid things. And then we had her and we were exhausted because she was up at all hours of the night, like a regular newborn baby does. Um, But now we were exhausted too. So our tempers were even shorter than they were before. Um, We argued about everything and anything. And it drove us to the point where we were at peace and we were happy when we spent no time with each other. (laughs) So he was not home very much. He spent a lot of time out with his friends and um, I stayed home with the baby. And I was happiest when we weren't together, which which is awful to think about. Um, But at the time I thought I was doing the right thing because I thought, okay, I had this I had this baby. Um, We're going to make this work. My parents never got divorced. They're still together. So I grew up in a family where my mom and dad were with me all the time. And I wanted the same thing for my daughter because I don't know any different. Um, And I tried really hard and 
I just, the longer time went along, the more I realized I needed to get out. So I stayed, we stayed together the whole first year and, um, yeah, our financial situation was awful. I could afford my phone bill. I could afford my car payment, which wasn't very much. I think it was $105, um, per month at the time. And then I could afford the Lil gas that I used because I wasn't really driving anywhere. And that's it. And then everything, I bought everything for Addie. And then Jordan took care of our rent and our groceries and everything else. So I really wanted to contribute more to the household income. um, And I didn't know how. And then I came across a girl who was running an online business from home and she helped me get started too. So I canceled my maternity leave um, when Addie was four months old and I went back to work. So my maternity leave that was supposed to be a year only lasted four months because we couldn't afford for me to keep staying on it. Um, So I went back to work and uh, now I was working from home. So I was working online. I met a bunch of girls all over Canada and the U.S. And um, it was honestly a really good thing because the girls that I was working with were really into self-development. They were really into self-love. They were super encouraging, super positive. Um, But they were also all about being happy and making yourself happy. And that's what made me realize that me staying together with my daughter's dad when we were literally miserable together um, was not good for any of us. And I wanted to be with somebody um, that I really loved and that I was really loved, like reciprocated, like the love was coming to me and I was giving the love back. Um, So that when my daughter grows up, she doesn't think that a normal relationship is not spending any time together, um, dad sleeping on the couch and mom sleeping in the bedroom. So it took me a really long time to grow a pair and actually break up with him. Um, it took months actually, because I kept thinking about it and then I would get into my head and I was like, nope, this isn't right. I'll just I'm going to pull through, like, we're just going to keep working at this. It's going to get better. Um, but it didn't. So we broke up and, uh, I, yeah, we broke up and it was a really nasty breakup. It was actually horrible. And part of it was my fault because I had already fallen out of love with him a long time ago. And working online business, I was. I was working with a health and wellness company. Um, I was messaging people every single day about health and wellness products. And then there was a guy from the States that messaged me. And he was about to place his order for supplements and stuff. And then he was like, "Um, but first you have to let me take you out on a date. (laughs) And I, I was like, what? I was like, I have a boyfriend and he didn't know that I was going to break up with him, but that didn't, but I was still with him. Like I was still with my boyfriend. So he didn't need to know that. And, um, he, I was like, do you realize I'm in Canada? Like you're not even in the same country as me. And he was like, that's okay. And I was like, what the heck? And I was kind of creeped out at first and I was like, okay, whatever. So I just left it. And then he just said, how was your day? And I was like, 
good. I don't remember exactly what was said because this was like four years ago now. Um, or no, almost four years ago. And uh, I just I just was so happy that somebody asked me how my day was because m- my boyfriend didn't even care to ask. Like when he was gone, it wasn't like we were texting each other or these lovey-dovey messages or anything. He was just gone. We weren't communicating at all. And like I said, when we did, we were we were fighting. <laughs> so for somebody to ask me how my day was and care about how I felt, I was like, wow, this guy is like super awesome. Again, so stupid at the time, but I didn't know I was 19. And so I was like, you know what? I'm breaking up with Jordan anyway. If somebody wants to give me attention and ask me how my day is and say I'm pretty and say I'm beautiful, then so be it. So I was talking to this guy and I never met him ever. Um, but I talked to him for the week until I broke up with, um, Addie's dad. So when I broke up with him, he freaked out and it was actually on my birthday. (laughs) It was literally like the worst possible timing, but whatever, everything happens for a reason at a certain time. I truly believe in that. Um, But yeah, it was his sister's grad. It was my birthday and we broke up. He took off. I started packing my stuff in the house. I called my dad to help me come move my stuff. And then he came back and he was asking me to stay. And I was just like, no, like I'm done. Like I've thought this through. I can't go. I can't, I can't live like this anymore. And he just wasn't getting it and he really wanted to work on things. So I just told him, I was like, I'm talking to someone else, which was so stupid. But I just wanted him to get the point that I was done and I wasn't going to give this another chance anymore because we had already tried so many times and it wasn't healthy for either of us. So I told him that and then shit hit the fan. (laughs) And then he was upset, which he had every right to be because I talked to another guy while we were still together. And he started throwing my stuff outside. So I, yeah, a bunch of my stuff got broken. And then I moved out. We got all my stuff in the trailer. And um, yeah, that was, that was it after that. And it was hard after because I was so sure that I wanted to leave him. And then as soon as I had left him, because I was so used to getting back together with him, I immediately felt like I needed to go back. I was like, oh my God, I need to apologize. I need to tell him I love him. I need to tell him this is going to work. I need to tell him. But I was like, no, I was like, I'm not following, falling into that trap again. I'm not going to do this to us again and not just do it to me, but do it to him too, because, and to our daughter, because it wasn't good for any of us. So it was really hard and there was times where my mom just had to take my phone when he was texting me and so I would just ignore his messages and then, but we also had Addie so we had to keep in contact. It's not like a breakup where you're just with somebody and then you can like block them and never talk to them again. I have to talk to him for the rest of my life because we have a child together. Um, so that was really hard and we hated each other so much, um, for the first year after we broke up that we actually, we went to court for custody of Addie and that was also messy and long and exhausting and cost a lot of money. Um, 
But yeah, so we went to court and there was a point where we weren't even allowed to talk to each other in person. We were only allowed to email each other because we had both blocked our numbers. Like that's how immature, ridiculous, and outrageous we were. But we were, but we needed that time to heal. We needed that time apart from each other to be okay with what had happened. Um, and now we work together a lot better. We co-parent a lot better. There's still some things that he does or that I do that we don't necessarily agree with, but we're in two different houses. We try to communicate as much as we can so that we keep the like the routine stable for Addie. But at the end of the day, we're two totally different people. Um, we're two totally different households and there's going to be some differences. And at the end of the day, if <laughs> your kid's not getting hurt. She's eating properly. She's happy. She's being loved. She's being taken care of properly. You got to just let the little things slide. Like you just, you just got to let it go because you're going to drive yourself crazy. And we drove each other nuts for the year after we broke up. I was like, oh my God, like what is going on? I broke up with him to make my life better and easier. And it was almost harder after for the first year because we hated each other so much we would say rude and send rude and mean texts just to hurt each other out of spite um but yeah I'm so happy we're over that now um it just you need to take time and you need to we just needed the time to one grow up to heal after everything that had happened and learn how to co-parent because it's a totally it's it's a totally different thing, co-parenting. So you have to learn how to do it. Um, so yeah, so that was our breakup. That was our co-parenting. Um, after we had broken up, I decided to go back to school. So I was still working my business. Um, I decided to go back to school, um, and I was looking into education. So I wanted to be a teacher. Um, so yeah, I went, I did my three years. My first year of school was the hardest because I went back and I hadn't gone to school in two years. So when I had to write a paper, I actually got a D on my first paper that I ever wrote in university because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> so the prof that evaluated it was nice enough to let me rewrite it and gave me a C. But I didn't have any friends in university for the first semester. I ate my lunch in my car. I kept to myself. I studied while I was at school because while I was at home, I had to take care of Addie and everything else and work my business and find time for my business. And I let my business, I kind of pushed my business off to the side and let it fall apart. And then I quit and I just got a regular job. So I ended up going back to work and working at the clothing, um, the kids clothing place Carter's because they had a really good discount on kids clothing, which was super convenient for me at the time. And I ended up working there for, um, three months, I think. And then I quit and I found a job working from home. Well, it was half like in office, half at home. Um, doing online chats for a different business for car dealerships. And I did that for over a year while I was going to school, which was really nice because I went to school during the day. And then I could still come home and I had to be on my laptop answering chats and stuff, but I was still like 
in the living room and present with Addie and could talk to her while I was working. And I took my break at bedtime so I could put her to bed. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was really hard. <laughs> um, I didn't sleep much for the three years or the two and a half years that I was in school. And, um, yeah. And then I got another job that was full-time at home, um, working for an insurance company. So I was doing that, uh, for the last semester of my schooling, which was so much better. Um, but yeah. And then, and then I met, and then I met Taylor. <laughs> so there's one thing, co-parenting, co-parenting is hard. Um, being a single mom is even harder. And then going to school, working, bringing, doing sports, and then kind of having a social life with your friends. Not really. Um, I did end up making friends at school, um, that I just hung out with in between classes and I didn't really have time to hang out with any of my other friends that I used to hang out with before and that I grew up with. But yeah, so in between all of that, I had actually started playing baseball on a baseball team. And um, yeah, I Taylor honestly just Snapchatted me and he or he added me on Snapchat. <laughs> and then he asked me or he started messaging me asking me how I was doing. And I didn't want to talk to him because my friends told me he was a player and they were like, don't go for him. He's not going to be any good for you. And of course, that just attracted to me. It attracted to me, me to him even more. Um, so I like played hard to get at first and then at first for a week, <laughs> I didn't last much longer than that. Um, and he kept just asking me to hang out and I was like, no, I have school. No, 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 no. I have, ex I had exams and then he finally asked, or he asked me to hang out again. And I was like, no, I have baseball. And he's like, well, where's your baseball? So I told him and he's like, perfect. That's five minutes from my house. I was like, oh my God. So I went to my baseball game and I was with one of my best friends, uh, Sam. And I told her of how this guy had messaged me that I knew, I knew him from before. Like he wasn't like a complete stranger that was like, oh, I'm going to come to your baseball game. Um, we used to, he was friends with one of my cousins. So I knew him through my cousin and, uh, we used to go to the same parties in high school. So he ended up actually coming and watching my game. It was just double header. So he was there for like three hours um, and then my friend, my friend's boyfriend drank too much and she had to take him home. Uh, and we were supposed to go out for a drink after, but she couldn't come out with me anymore because she had to take her boyfriend home. So Taylor was like, oh, I guess you don't have plans anymore. And I was like, nope, I don't. So he's like, so you have time to hang out with me now? It's like, yeah, I guess I do. So we ended up hanging out. And uh, we just talked and hung out till three o'clock in the morning. And then we were inseparable ever since. And it's crazy because I moved back in with I moved back in with my parents. I was living with my parents in their basement. So Addie had my old bedroom in the basement, and then we made me another bedroom. Um, and two weeks after me and Taylor started hanging out, we were we hung out for a week and then, so we talked for a week and then we hung out for a week 
And then we started dating right away for a week. And then he basically moved in because we had slept at his house one night and I brought Addie and she slept in a playpen that I had. But I was like, I'm not going to sleep at your house. Like, I'm, I don't like going sleeping at your house because I don't want to put have to put Addie in a playpen. Like, if she could sleep in her bed at home and be way more comfortable and just be in her own space. So he was like, yeah, no, that's totally, yeah, got it. So he was just sleeping over at my parents' house all the time. And, uh, yeah, he kind of <laughs> ended up moving in, which was crazy because I never, ever thought my parents would, one, let me move back in their house, two, let me move back in and also have a boyfriend move in after everything that had happened. So they really liked him. So that said a lot to me and was really important to me that my parents had a good relationship with him and that Addie had a good relationship with him. My number one was that Addie liked him and Addie adored him. She was all over him all the time. She loved him so much. I was like chopped liver on the side. Um, so that really warmed my heart, but it wasn't easy. I didn't just find that right after I broke up with her dad. I dated a few other people um, for like a month here, a month there, but nothing serious uh, for the first six months after we broke up. And then I spent the whole winter by myself. I was just single. I was really trying to focus on friends and family and Addie and work and just getting my life together because I wanted to to get a good job to be able to buy a house and move out of my parents' basement. And there's so many times I cried because I was living with my parents. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, Addie is two now. She's three. I'm still living in my parents' basement. This isn't cool. I just really wanted to get out and get my own space, get us our own house. Not that that was really important because one of my friends told me I was having like a meltdown one day at school and they were like, you know what? Like, Addie's so lucky because that you are living at your parents' house because there are so many people there that love her so much. Like, the kid does not have a second without having attention from someone and someone loving her. And I was like, yeah, you're totally right. So that was one of the upsides. And my mom helped me so much throughout school. Um, with watching Addie so I could study for tests and write my papers. I was a history major, so I wrote a lot of papers. And it takes up a lot of time because you have to read up on what you're writing and then you have to write it and then you have to correct it over and over and over again until it's perfect and then hand it in. Um, so my mom helped me a lot. And yeah, so that's how I met Taylor. Taylor moved in. Um, we were dating for a year and then he found out that he had to go away to work out of town for what was supposed to be four months and turned into seven <laughs> because construction never finishes on time. Um, so that was really hard because when he left, we had only been together for eight months. So when he was leaving for four, that was like pushing it. But when it turned into seven, it was like he was gone for the same amount of time that we were even together completely. And the reason I was so like okay with him leaving was because 
he was making a lot of money working out of town and we wanted to save up to buy a house and move out of my parents' basement, which was one of my huge goals um, all along since I moved back into their basement. So we did that. I stayed here, obviously, um, and I went out there um, almost like once a month and he came back a few times. But it was really hard. So I was still going to school. I was still working. And then I almost felt like I was a single mom again because I went from having him move in with us and help me with everything uh, to doing everything alone again because he wasn't here. So that was really hard. Um, And it put a lot of stress on our relationship um, towards the end when I thought when the job was a month late and he was there for five months, I... I kept thinking he was coming home right away. He kept thinking he was coming home right away and things just kept getting pushed back. So we didn't plan to come visit each other. So there was a whole two months we did not see each other at all. And we started fighting a lot and started losing. We like, we, we like forgot why we were doing this and it was super hard. There was a lot of, we FaceTimed a lot while he was away, but then it was a lot, like every time I FaceTimed him, I would just like cry because I was like, oh, I miss you. And then it was hard on him. And he like almost didn't want to talk to me because every time we talked, I was just sad because I missed him so much. And I was upset that he was gone for longer than he was supposed to be. Um, and then he kind of would like, he would get frustrated and then I would get frustrated and then it would turn into these like stupid little fights and it's hard when you're not together and you just have each other over FaceTime. It's really hard and I kept just thinking, I was like, hey, if we can overcome this, like we can do, we can overcome anything together. Um, so finally he came back um, at the end of September and we knew we wanted to have kids right away because we didn't want a huge age gap between Addie and we knew we wanted to have kids and we knew we wanted, we were going to be buying a house right away. So we got pregnant right away, like literally right away. I found out I was pregnant on October 15th. He got back on September 28th. (laughs) So it was literally like the second he got back. Um, not to give too many details. Um, but yeah, so we got pregnant right away and then we found out we were pregnant on October 15th. We signed the papers for our house on November 15th and we moved in December 14th. So when he got back, the three months were just like insane. It was also my last semester of school for me to finish my degree. So I was studying like crazy. I was in school full-time. I was working full-time. We were packing, getting ready to move, signing papers for our house, meeting with lawyers for our house. Um, It was just nuts. It was a super, super crazy time. I don't even know. Plus being pregnant again for the second time. And it was just, it was just crazy. And we didn't really have a second to breathe or even like think. (laughs) Like it was just do, 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 go, 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 go. Um, so we did that. And when we found out that I was pregnant with Ellie, I was so excited, um, because I was older and I was so excited to have a second baby, um, not being a teenager anymore because I felt like with my first pregnancy, a lot of people 
looked at me like, oh, like she's pregnant or like, oh my God, did you hear um, Melissa's pregnant? And I felt like a lot of people talked about it in a super negative way because I was so young and a lot of people didn't believe in me that I could be a good mom and provide properly for Addie. So when this pregnancy came around, I was like, okay, I was like, this is going to be good. Like, this is going to be super positive. Nobody's going to be questioning me. Um, Nobody's going to be like, oh, are you getting an abortion? Because I got asked that quite a few times when I told people that I was pregnant with Addie. People just assumed that I was going to have an abortion because I was so young. And I was like, no, I'm not. Not that there's anything against abortions. I'm totally pro-choice. I think that it's the mother's decision because it's your body. Um, but for me, it wasn't It wasn't a choice. I, I didn't question it at all. Like The thought crossed my head, but I was like, no, I can't do that. So I had Addie, but a lot of people asked me and a lot of people questioned me. They were like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, this is a total, like, this is going to change your life. Are you sure you want to do this? And I was like, yes. And I started getting frustrated because people kept like second guessing me. And then I started second guessing myself. And I was already scared shitless of having a baby when I was 18 and not in a good relationship where I knew in the back of my head, it was never going to last. Um, And then I was finally like, okay, I've got a solid thing going here. Um, Like, we're buying a house. We're going to have our own space. This, like, everything's working good. I'm finishing my degree. Like, everything is looking up. Everything was going as planned. Um, But honestly, I... And I think I thought this pregnancy was going to be so much more positive, but I was still so scared to tell my parents. Because we were living in their basement still. So when I did, when we did tell my parents, my parents were like, oh my God, you guys need to move out. (laughs) Like, you can't have two kids in our basement. We're like, no, 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 we know. Like, we're looking at houses. So that all happened. Um, But yeah, I was super excited to be with my second pregnancy just because. I wanted it to be more of a positive thing and not as stressful and not have as much anxiety. But honestly, I don't think like I I still had the same amount of anxiety, but it was different anxiety. With Addie, it was I was so scared to be a first time mom. With when I was pregnant with Ellie, I was so scared to be a mom of two kids. I was like, oh my God, like I feel like I'm barely keeping up and doing everything for Addie. Now I'm going to bring a second baby into this. Like, how am I going to have time for anything else? And I was just really anxious about that. And then I also thought, like, I love Addie so much. Like, am I going to love this baby as much? Like, I just, like, you love your baby when your firstborn is born, like you love them so much more than anything in the world. And then you think, okay, I love this baby more than anything in the world. What if I have a second one? Am I going to love them as much? Um, so like that kind of freaked me out too. And I had super bad anxiety just about like weird things like that. Um, but yeah, so Ellie was born. I love them both equally. I love them to pieces. Having two kids is not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Cause like, you're, you get in a routine. The first couple months are hard because you're adjusting with sleep, but that's with any baby. 
Um, but you're in a routine. So as now that Ellie is six months old, we're eating meals at the same time. She's starting to eat food. It's a lot easier. Bath time is at the same time. Like it's not like you have to do two of everything. You're just doing, it's like killing, it's like killing two birds with one stone. Um, you just do two of everything at the same time. So it's really not, I don't know if that makes sense. (laughs) But it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I was really scared of that. Um, But the one thing that was really hard was um, adjusting to giving Addie attention. Because once Ellie was born, she was a newborn. Newborns need a lot of attention. Newborns take up a lot of time. And Addie was so used to being the center of everybody's attention for four years. So we struggled a bit with that, um, but it's a lot better now. We just included her in everything. I gave her jobs to help me out with the baby, so she felt included in every step of the day and everything that we were doing. Like, God forbid, I put a diaper, one of Ellie's diapers, in the garbage because that's Addie's job. Like, she will actually get mad at me if I put a diaper in the garbage because that is her job that I assigned to her. Um, But yeah, so that was my second pregnancy. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of my story. Like now we're basically up to date. So we actually, it's been a year since we moved into our house and or just over a year and yeah, at least six months old, Addie's four and a half years old. Um, time flew by so quickly. And that is one thing that I wish that's one thing I regret. Like, I don't regret going to school. I don't regret working full time. But the time with your kids when they're little, that is something that you are never going to get back. And now I just appreciate my time so much more with my kids. That's something that I realized. And sharing custody of Addie, like nobody becomes a parent to be a part-time parent. So when you do break up and you have to share custody of a child, it's super hard and you miss them a lot, especially when you're so used to being with them every single day. And then whatever your arrangement is every second weekend, one week on, one week off, it's still time away from your kids. And sometimes when they first leave, it's like, oh, finally, like I have time to clean, time to take a breath, time to relax a little bit. But then a day goes by and you're like twiddling your fingers around and don't know what to do and you miss them so much and you just want to call them all the time and tell them how much you love them. And it's hard. It's really hard. Um, But yeah, I don't think, I don't think that, I think that's the one part of everything that has happened that I'll never really get used to. And that will never get easier. And I remember somebody told me um, when me and Jordan first broke up, oh, it'll get easier with like Addie going to his house. And it's not easier. And it's not that I'm used to it now. It's just something that you, that I've accepted more. Or not accepted, but it's just... It's hard. Like when she first started leaving, I would cry a lot. I don't cry anymore all all the time. (laughs) I do. I still do cry sometimes. Like I do get emotional about it sometimes randomly. Like it just hits me. Um, But I, yeah, it's not, it's not easy. And having kids isn't easy. And being in a relationship with kids isn't easy. 
And everything about being a mom isn't easy. You like, yeah, you're a mom, but you turn into a chef. You turn into um, a like you you do everything. You cook, you clean, you do laundry. If you're going to school, you're going to school. If you're working, you're working as well. And there's just all these things that we try to balance and maintain. And then social media is horrible because we go on there and we look at other moms and we compare ourselves and we're like, wow, like they have their shit together. They are the Pinterest mom. They like everything's perfect. They're making sugar cookies with their kids. They're doing all these things and it looks like they're so happy all the time. And then I'm sitting here telling Addie, don't lick all the icing off the spoon. We have to ice the cookies properly and they have to be perfect. <laughs> like it's just so fake. It's so fake. And I'm guilty of it too because I post the positive stuff on my social media. I don't often, I don't, I don't really ever post anything negative in my life. And that's why I wanted to do this and create this so that people can come listen to the stuff behind the pictures, like get the behind the scenes of the Instagram pictures. It's not all fun and games. And sometimes like sometimes I'm trying to get a picture of the kids and I'm like, will you just freaking smile? Like just smile and look at the camera. Like that's all you have to do. And they're like, no, absolutely not mom. And Ellie's actually easier to make smile than, and look at the camera than Addie is. Addie gets so distracted by everything. Her mind is always racing like 5,000 different places. She's so smart. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just not, it's just not what it's not what everybody thinks it is. So if you are comparing yourself to somebody's Instagram or Facebook, please, 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 please stop. And if you're going through something in your relationship with your significant other, with your kids where something's just not working, don't compare yourself on social media and don't think that you're alone. And I'm so excited to share um some of the guests that I've already talked to that are going to be on the next upcoming episodes. This one is the only one where I'm going to be talking alone. Um, I will have guests for all the other ones coming up. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to share this with you guys and continue to talk about some other topics um, that I've struggled with a lot that I didn't really mention in this because I wanted to quickly do this and not make this too long. But thank you for listening and I hope you got to get to know me a little better and I can't wait to get to know all of you better too. Thank you for listening to the Young Mom Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Young Mom Podcast. That's T-H-E-Y-O-U-N-G-M-O-M-P-O-D-C-A-S-T for updates on our next episodes. And you can DM me at any time with your story to be featured on a future episode or with topics you'd like to hear more about. You can also like our page on Facebook and subscribe, rate, and review and tell all of your friends about this podcast. Thank you for all your love and support and make sure to tune in next time and come laugh and cry with us again. I'm so happy you're here and a part of this community. And if any of our stories have helped you get through a rough patch, please send me a message on Instagram and let me know. I'd love to hear from you.